Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. Through them, take our ears and hear through them. Take our hearts and set them on fire with love for you, our Lord and our Redeemer. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. The Lord is risen. The Lord is risen. The Lord is risen. Thanks be to God. This morning, we had three parishioners here for the 8 o'clock service. And what I said to them is, when two or three are gathered together, God is with us. And God is with us right now, too. Each Easter, we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, and each Sunday, we celebrate the presence of God in our lives through the receipt of bread and wine during the Holy Eucharist. So at the moment, that instantaneous moment when one of the clergy places the host in your hand or places it on your tongue, what goes through your mind? Are you perhaps a doubter that goes through the motions? Are you one of great faith that believes the body and blood of Jesus is the transubstantiation as is taught in the Roman Catholic faith? Or is participation in the Holy Eucharist a recognition of what Christ's death and resurrection have already accomplished? Regardless of your specific belief, you are here today in the presence of God. You have chosen to be present. Today's gospel story is familiar to many. Thomas, one of the 12 main disciples of Jesus, was not present when Jesus first appeared to the disciples after his resurrection. So when the disciples told Thomas of Jesus' presence, he doubted their story. His words, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger on those marks and my hand on his side, I will not believe. Thomas's cautious approach to believing in the resurrection laid the foundation for evidence-based faith and for the Protestant teaching of sola fide, or faith alone. And even though he lived 2,000 years ago, Thomas also serves as a foil for many t- Christians today, those who have not seen and yet have believed. A doubting Thomas is a skeptic who refuses to believe without direct personal experience. Webster defines doubt as a feeling of uncertainty or a lack of conviction. Webster also defines faith as a strong belief in God or in the doctrines of religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. If you read today's Day by Day, it reads... Doubt is the companion of faith, not its opposite. Nearly all the heroes of faith wavered or wandered at times. The key is to keep moving, to look towards Jesus. He is with us in the church, he's with us in the sacraments, and in his people. Do you doubt and need to have proof, or do you have deep faith and believe? 
this is for you individually and only you as you look inside yourself to choose and determine. Each waking moment of each day, we're faced with choices. Some are easy and the decision is quick and simple. But other choices we may have to ponder, think, or even doubt. And there's nothing wrong with contemplation, an extended period, wondering, analyzing, praying for God's guidance, and then making a decision using some or all of these steps. When we seek God, God provides. When we've had enough, God has provided. When we are lost, God provides. When we're at home, God provides. When we are at peace, God provides. I've told you all before, and I'll likely tell you a hundred thousand times again during my ministry, that faith is my most favorite word. And that as an engineer in my bivocational life, I have to doubt when it comes to scientific explanation for certain elements of projects or my hydrologic studies. But when it comes to my faith, I need no proof. I never have. I've always believed. As many of you know, I went to the School of Mines up at Rolla, Missouri, and I learned during that time I lived in Missouri the phrase, the show-me state. Missourians are known to having, having to see in order to believe. I'll come back to that. Jesus offered Thomas the opportunity to let him touch his hands, to touch his side. But in that instantaneous moment that Thomas saw Jesus, there was no doubting or denying his resurrection. Thomas immediately declared, My Lord and my God. Jesus told Thomas that people who believe without seeing are especially blessed. Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Yes, Thomas saw and no longer doubted, even without having to touch Jesus. But until that instantaneous moment that he saw, there was doubt. Thomas must have come from Missouri. I truly believe with every fiber of my being, that Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary, lived to teach us about God, was crucified, died, and buried in the tomb, and rose on the third day. I truly believe that the disciples were visited by Jesus several times before his ascension into heaven that took place 40 days after his resurrection in the presence of the disciples. I've shared with many of you my story of being at the altar at St. John's Church, asking Jesus to cleanse me of my workaholism, lying prostrate on the floor in front of the altar for 42 minutes, which seemed like two minutes, and watching as that black cloud rose from my body. I've never been the same. My faith that my mother helped to instill in me from a small child has been with me all the days of my life, no matter how far I wandered from the pure life of Jesus. And we've talked about that wandering path. I believe. My pastoral care ministry, especially with those in hospice, has shown me some very different virtues in people. 
Some look towards the end of life in our presence and the beginning of eternal life with peace and hope. They believe without seeing. Some want to be relieved of the pain and suffering in this life, but they're afraid to die, fearing the unknown. Do they doubt? Some want to live in this life forever, regardless of pain and suffering they may feel. Some doubt that heaven and earth, eternal life exist, and while others truly believe that in eternal life through their faith. As we go through our lives, what do we look to be our future? Are we a doubter, or does our faith carry us through? Who else might that be, believing without seeing? Isn't really all of us? We haven't seen Jesus on earth, and we can't see God with our eyes. But we believe that Jesus did come to live, die, and rise again, and we do believe in God the Father. Isn't that why we come to church each Sunday or help with the outreach ministries, working in the community garden to share the good food that we raise with others? We ask prayers for those who do not yet believe and for those who have lost their faith that they may receive the light of the gospel. As we walk through each day, let us focus on the present day, not the past, not the future. By practicing to trust God and thanking God for the beauty of this life that He has given us. We find that trust is the way that peace flows in through us. Thankfulness lifts us up above the circumstances that surround us and may cause us to doubt. Rather than planning and evaluating, we can practice trusting and thanking God for the gifts He brings to us daily through our faith. And that belief, that faith, gives us joy and hope. Even when things are uncertain and we don't know what the future holds, we know who holds the future. We know that God is in control. We haven't been able to see the virus, and that's scary. We can't always see what causes sin, and that's scary. But God is much greater than sickness, sin, and even death. He loves us enough to have sent Jesus to die to defeat all of that. We know that our trust in Him will protect us no matter what. God's love conquers and casts out fear. God created us with a mind and spirit to make choices. And while we still need to be careful and keep ourselves clean and safe, we trust that God is in control. We haven't seen Jesus, but we know the effect of his, life, of his life's work on us. And we know it gives us life. God's power and love never fail. Believe it. So I end this story with very good news. Whether you doubt, or whether your faith is unwavering, or anywhere in between, God loves us. He loves all of us. He loves you, 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 Stacy. He loves, he even loves J Justin, and he loves me. And for that, we give thanks. 
Alleluia. Thanks be to God. The Lord is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more, go to ChristChurchTulsa.org. And peace be with you.